from NPR and WNYC, coming to you from beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and trivia, Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colt. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you doing? Well, I've got some family news. Oh, Fam- family news. My favorite. Okay. This is about Lucas, my child. Uh-huh. Uh, we came in from playing outside, and he doesn't want to wash his hands. Like, we always have to ask him a thousand times to wash his hands. So he came in, and I was taking off my jacket and um, my shoes, and he sat on the couch, and I was like, no, you got to go wash your hands. And he was sitting beside his father, and then I went and washed my hands, and my husband s- said to him, did you wash your hands? And he said, yeah, I went to the other bathroom and washed my hands. Uh-oh. And I was like, and I was, Lucas, you're fibbing. I know you didn't do that. Come right now and wash your hands. And he came into the bathroom and started washing his hands. And I felt like I needed to kind of underscore this or highlight it, underscore it both. Uh, and I said to him again, that was fibbing. You can't lie about something like that. It's really bad. And he just like melted into tears and his lips started quivering. And he was like, I, I, when I started to do it, I, I knew it, it oh, felt bad. No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember this moment for myself. I remember I was taking a bath and I wanted a bubble bath and I didn't have any bubbles. So I grabbed a bottle of something and dumped it into the tub. <laughs> Splashing right, around and made the some most bubble. expensive shampoo. Yeah, it was my mother's. Wash. It was my mother's very expensive shampoo. And she came in to check on me, and she was like, "Did you uh, dump all the shampoo into the tub?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> and it was, you know, a clear lie. And she yeah. did the same thing. She was like, "And I was," and she said specifically, "Like you've never lied to me before, and I'm really disappointed." And it was cr- it was crushing. It was crushing. Yeah. So here's the here's the headline. He's going to remember this for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. You know what you'll remember for the rest of your life? Today's awesome show. Yeah, our special guest hosts the comedy podcast. My brother, my brother, and me, we have podcast magnates, the McElroy brothers, Justin Travis and Griffin. They're going to tell us about their book, Everybody Has a Podcast Except You. And we'll challenge the three brothers to three games. But before that, you'll meet two other hilarious podcast hosts. Actually, this show is so fun. You know, we should just do it. Let's do it. Our first two contestants are comedians and co-hosts the podcast, The War Report. It's Shalewa Sharp and Gaster Almonte. Hello. Yo, what's going Hello. on? Hello. Okay, I have to start this. I was thinking about both of you because we've seen each other in many different show live show performances, but now over a year ago. Both of you have shown me unbelievably random acts of kindness that stick in my mind. So... I, I just want to have this moment to tell you. Shalewa, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember this, but we were doing some show, stand-up show. I feel like it was almost a year ago. And I know you, but I don't know you well. And we saw each other. I went in for a hug. You are a hugger, so it was okay. Mm-hmm. And we had a deep, <laughs> meaningful embrace, which at the time I really did need emotionally. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. I do kind of remember that. And Gaster, I th- we, again, kind of met through the storytelling scene, but didn't know each other very well. But then we were doing a show together out in Long Island, and uh, I didn't have a ride back. And you were like, I'll give you a ride back, which, again, having someone you don't really know in your car. It was a great town, too. I had a blast. <laughs> but it, you were totally <laughs> cool about it. And uh, I was very grateful. I was like, that is an extreme act of kindness when someone's just like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> I can't leave somebody from Brooklyn hanging like that. It's just rude. <laughs> so you both uh, do a podcast together called The War Report. And yeah. so what was the inspiration to like hang out and do a project together? Or was it something you were thinking about for a while and finally had time for? Extreme uh, loneliness. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this was a a, a Gastor uh, brain child. Yeah, I'm, I'm inspired by like '90s hip hop. It was a really cool album called The War Report by this group called Capone and Noriega, and it was just these two young kids giving their take on what was happening in their neighborhood. So I was like, oh, I could do that. And I realized, like, every time I bumped in a shot of the show, we'd have these great conversations about what was happening. And by the same token, when we got on stage, we never talk about any of that stuff. Like, Shalay <laughs> and I right. don't do topical jokes. We just, It's just not, you know, our cup of tea. So I was like, yo, we have, like, really valid, funny takes that are interesting that we just aren't using. So... I called up Shalewa after like saying that repeatedly to my my very very understanding and patient wife, and uh, Shalewa instantly says, "Yeah, I'm down. That sounds cool." Uh, I mean, it was a again. really well thought out pitch. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well practiced, and I like that your show notes for a podcast uh, are transparent about what's going on in the pod that mm -hmm. week and including one of the bonuses just says uh we didn't do a bonus this week and it's gaster's fault <laughs> i was like wow that's, not even gonna hide that huh that's, yeah that's one of my favorite episodes yeah um i gotta say like i made an apologetic phone call to salewa about the audio yeah, like hey, yes, listen, this is did. on me i made a really touching uh r&b quiet storm kind of song I mean, touching. Apologizing to the family. <laughs> you want to go with touching? Um, it, was, it was something. It was heartfelt. It was something. You will feel. You will feel. You will feel something. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. All right. This is perfect because this first game is called <clears throat> Fast Slow Jams. Okay. We're going to play you a sped up clip of a famous slow jam song, mm -hmm. and you're just going to take turns identifying what you're hearing. Okay. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. Shalewa, you are up first, and this All clip right. is for you. Okay. Uh, that is Alvin and the Chipmunks doing Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. That's right. Yep. Exactly. Yep. I'm kind of here for it. It's kind of my speed. It's kind of my speed when I come to romance. Just like, let's get this over don't with. Don't mess everybody. around. I don't have let's, too much you know, time. No, let's no. go. Did you Law and Order will be on in a few minutes. <laughs> All right, Gester, here is one for you. We're sad, we're out of the See, I, I'm at a disadvantage here, right? So, all I don't know these songs, but they all sound like, yo, somebody's about to drop the best rap verse ever to this thing right here. They all sound like like Cameron and Jay Z's about to come on and just crush it. That's true. Well, I'll give you, I'll give you a hint. You may have noticed that. Even though this recording was sped up, the singer's voice was still very, very deep. Deep voice, people that sing. I know Barry White. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I'm in the, okay. I feel like I'm in one of those like reaction videos where everybody knows the song they show in their teenage son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are fun. I love <laughs> those. I just watched a few of those. <laughs> I don't I don't know many of his songs, but Barry White, we has uh I'll tell I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll, I'll give Cause it you because you, you, you got you, you got it, it right. Very white, yeah. so we'll yeah we'll you give got you the that. Point. This song is called "Can't Get Enough of Your Love, Baby." Okay, okay. Can't get enough of your love, babe. And I say that all the time in my house, just in general. Sure. I should have like known that. You should let Barry White say it. You don't have to. It, then you don't have to. It does not count if you sing that song to a sandwich gas door. <laughs> <laughs> that does not count. That is, I mean, I was just going to say, if you're saying that to your spouse, quarantine has gone well for you because right. I, I am like, yeah. I have, I've had a lo enough of everyone's love. I would, I would like, like a to be alone. Less of your love, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Less often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shalewa, mm -hmm. this one is for you. All right. Oh, oh easy like Sunday morning. Yeah. yeah that's Commodores. Right. Yeah, Commodores, yeah. 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 The, my favorite, I, if you'll indulge me for a moment, my, sure. this song contains... One of my favorite moments in guitar history, which is in the guitar, guitar solo, 
Um, okay. And I think we I think we have a clip of that. I just want to play it right now because I like to hear it. <laughs> that's, that's it right there. Just that little that's yeah. my favorite thing. Rick. <laughs> so great. It feels like it's something that's been uh, unconsciously ripped off by so many rock bands. Like they don't even understand oh, that where they got that from. And they're like, yeah. look what I did. And it's like, yeah, but I'm pretty sure a Commodore did it already. Yeah. Well, that's, right. that sort of thing has never happened in, in popular culture. No, before. not at all. No. Not at all. <laughs> kind of theft. Stealing no. from, from Bob Commodore. Aren't they no. all? Aren't they all just something Commodore, like Johnny Commodore, I, I, I think? Yeah, Johnny Commodore, Ricky Commodore, the brothers, yeah, Commodore yeah, brothers. the Commodores. Yeah. I think that's how they came up with their name. That was correct. Uh-huh. Okay. correct. There you go. <laughs> okay, last clip is for you, Gastor. Okay. Yeah. I know that. that- I know that. This is the most recent of the ones we've listened to. Yeah. Like this so was, this is in your era. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Like, this was definitely, like, on the mixtape where, like, I wanted to lose my virginity, too, but couldn't yet. Like, I wasn't <laughs> yep. good enough. Yes, yes. It, yes, know, it is. Like, it it's a there, classic yeah. on that. It's a classic right. on that. Yes. So this uh. is uh, this, this woman is from a, uh, a famous musical family. Okay. There was a family band. She was not in it. Oh, this is Mrs. Jackson. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I did. See, this was definitely on those tapes. Do you know the song title? I Get So Lonely, right? This is yeah. I Get Lonely. That's yeah. Right. Yep. yeah. I remember the hook. Yeah, this is this is fire. I like this. This played a yeah. lot of my, and this played a lot in my uncle's car when I used to pretend to drive it. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna sit up here in this celica. <laughs> you know? <laughs> After the break, Shalewa Sharp and Gaster Almonte turn our game This, That, or the Other into an intellectual masterpiece. And a little later, the McElroy brothers tell us all about their podcasting empire. I'm Ophira Eisberg. This is Ask Me Another from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Discover. Any credit card can offer cash back, but only Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. It's like getting one of those birthday cards that's shaped like cash, so you already know there's cash inside before opening it. But in this case, it's stuffed with your first year cash back match, and you don't even have to send a thank you note. Cash back match, only by Discover card. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Discover, something brighter. This message comes from NPR sponsor Allbirds, a sustainable fashion brand on a mission to leave the planet in a better place than they found it. This winter, run in a shoe that is made by nature for nature. The Wool Dasher Mizzle is the first weather-repellent performance running shoe made from premium natural materials. Allbirds also prints the carbon footprint on the shoe so you know its impact on the planet. Then they offset that footprint to zero to make it a carbon-neutral product. Find your pair at allbirds.com today. On NPR's Consider This podcast, we help you make sense of one big story in the news every day. Like how to combat disinformation and conspiracy theories, which pose a real threat to democracy. And what life looks like after you're vaccinated. The next phase of do's and don'ts. All that in 15 minutes every weekday. Listen now to Consider This from NPR. This is Ask Me Another, NPR's hour of trivia and loungewear. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with comedians and podcast hosts, Shalewa Sharp and Gaster Almonte. Are you guys ready for another one? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Okay, so this game is called, it's one of our favorites, called This, mm-hmm. That, or The Other. We're going to give you the name of something. Mm-hmm. And you just have to tell us which of three categories it belongs to. So, Jonathan Colton, what are today's categories? Today's categories are characters from the TV show Bridgerton, which is a sexy historical romance based on a book series produced by Shonda Rhimes and largely takes place in early 19th century London, sweatpants brands, or types of potato. Okay. Okay, I could do this. 
All right. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Gaster, this first one is for you. Let's do it. King Edward. I just feel like a setup. <laughs> <laughs> This whole game is a setup. That's all, yeah, that's all it is. So, that's all it is. One setup after another. I, I know it's too easy to be Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm, it's got to be. See, what was potato or the other? What was the other one? Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Like a sweatpants brand. That would be a really hard brand. King Edward Sweats. <laughs> it's a good idea, but it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it seems jokey. Yeah, I like. I feel like potatoes. Like they always try to like outdo each other. You'd be like, "Yeah, I got a Yukon potato, but Yukon gold." So I could see someone saying like, "Yo, I got the King Edward potato." B, you ain't nobody. I got King Edward Bibles, <laughs> potatoes. You know, what I, mean? I do all King Edwards in my house. So yeah, yo, where you got where you get your French fries from? The Yukons? Nah. King Edwards only in my house. <laughs> All right. the potatoes I do. Yeah, King Edwards has to be a potato. All of these things are correct. All of them. Everything <laughs> you said is correct. Yes, and these potatoes are from the UK, and they were created by a guy named John <laughs> Butler in 1902, and he named the potato after King Edward Seventh in honor of his coronation the same year. I love it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all was really shooting my shot there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's you, you, it. Reason, you reasoned it out. You're not supposed yeah. to be able to do that That's with right. this game, but you did it. Fantastic. <laughs> okay, Shalewa. Yeah. Grimsley. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say Bridgerton character, although um, kind of all I know about Bridgerton characters is that I have an aunt who watched it recently, and she uh, really enjoyed that young man, was all she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds, that sounds right. That is a yeah. sound review and of I'm that. Like, all right. It must be good. <laughs> really enjoyed that young man. She's oh, like, I'm yeah. older, but I'm not blind. I really enjoyed that young man. And I said, okay. I mean, I'm not going to question it. Um <laughs> So I'm going to say it's a Bridgerton character. Yeah, you are correct. Oh, wow. Yeah, well done. Grimsley's the queen's right-hand man on the show. Oh, okay. All right. Gaster. Talk to me. Russet Burbank. Russet Burbank. That dude sound rich. (laughs) Yeah, you got, that sound like a rich person to me. The only way that's closed if it's like Russet the Burbank edition, you know, then I could see it being like a <laughs> name right. brand, you know, then right. that make, that would make sense to right. me. Be like, Russet, oh. Burbank, Paris. Exactly. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you got Polo, Ralph Lauren, you know what I mean? You got the levels uh-huh. to it. I get, yeah. I know there's Russet potatoes, but the Burbank is throwing me off. Like that sound like special edition. Like Russet sound like the unsuccessful person in a rich family. <laughs> you know, exactly. like okay. Russet Burbank, man. Yo, nobody talks to Russet. B. I. Right. The rest of the Burbanks. Okay, we don't. Right. We don't rock with Russet. Right. Mm. Russet's an embarrassment to the yeah. Burbanks. The youngest brother. Yeah. Russet's a DJ. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like the king like named the other two kids, and like he's not sure Russet is his. So he was like. <laughs> Name him whatever you want. You can call him Russet for all I care. Yeah. You Name know? him after a potato. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this Russet alone, I would go potato. Mm. Russet Burbank. Yeah, I, I got to go character. All right. It's a potato. Oh! <laughs> okay, so then my question is: Are they growing potatoes in Burbank? Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, it's the it's less commonly known as the netted gem. All Burbank potatoes are named after American Luther Burbank, who uh, improved the disease resistance of Irish potatoes. And russet just means reddish brownish. Oh, sure. Shalewa. Hmm. Mac Weldon. <laughs> I mean, that is also a DJ. Um, <laughs> totally. I-, I thought he was on the wire, right? Didn't he like make a? <laughs> um, that's a sweatpant. I'm seeing a a, a young brunette man, uh, thin. Uh-huh. Thin. Uh-huh. The, the biggest thing on him are his uh, two white sneakers. Yeah, those are definitely. It's a slim cut. Um, 
This is. I think. I feel like it's I, a slim so, cut. You are correct. I'm so impressed. Visual. Visual thinking. Yeah. Uh, clearly. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. All right, Gaster. Gildan. Gildan. Okay. I. Gil. I wouldn't eat Gildan. That just sounds terrible. So Gross. potatoes out the way. <laughs> Definitely not. That don't sound edible. Like you wouldn't put that on the menu. You know. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't put yeah, you put butter on your gildens? No. <laughs> Can't do that. So it's definitely not a potato. Butter on your gildens. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little butter on my gildens. Wow. So I, I would wear some gildens. Gildens. Yeah, you cop them gildens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if it's a brand, I gotta think I right, somebody at a marketing agency okayed this. Right. So uh-huh. that's my thinking. So they were like, they knew that some kid would think this is catchy. So I'm picturing those conversations. Like, yo, you cop the Gildans? Yeah, yo, right. the Gildans are hard, B. I'm crazy. Yo, you got the Gildan fours in blue? <laughs> <laughs> the Gildan you know? fours? <laughs> the Gildan fours in blue. <laughs> no, sold out. Yeah, he sold, sold out. out. It's crazy, B. You got to get on the, the blue fours. Yeah. Yeah. It, all right, I'm going to go sweats, but if it's not. This is definitely also a company I'm starting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It is sweatpants. It is sweatpants. This is a low-cost brand of sweatpants uh, that made the Cuts recent 25 best sweatpants for women list. <laughs> you know that's recent. Uh, and, yeah. All right. There's one left, and it is for you, Shalewa. Okay. Queen Charlotte. Well, I mean, that's either... Mm, wait, no, that could be a potato. For a second, I thought it was a piercing, but it's not. <laughs> it is no. not. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it's the Bridgerton character. You are absolutely correct. Oh, yay! Yeah! I have to tell you, I want just so much more Gaster and Shalewa. This is <laughs> such a delight. <laughs> we have to fun. wrap it up, but I got to say, just... Thank you. Just thank you. Yeah, you guys are the best. (laughs) You're the best. Thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having us. Comedian Shalewa Sharp and Gaster Omonte host the podcast The War Report. New episodes drop Thursdays and sometimes bonuses on Mondays. Shalewa Gaster, thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Our special guests for the rest of today's show are podcasting royalty. The McElroy brothers host the popular comedy advice show, My Brother, My Brother and Me, and they make about a million others, including the medical history show Sawbones and the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Adventure Zone. They have a new book called Everybody Has a Podcast Except You. Justin, Travis, Griffin, welcome to Ask Me Another. Hi. 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 Thanks for having us. us. So, you know, and I... I was just kind of trying to keep track because you do numerous podcasts and then you have done other podcasts. How many are actively happening as a family right now? Like all of you uh, yeah, with you your wives. Do you even wife. know that number? Uh, Is it 11? Is it 11 currently? Well, yeah, because we have oh, the... So Here we go. Okay. My Brother, My Brother and Me. Adventure yeah. Zone, Sawbone, Schmanner's Wonderful. Besties, Empty Bowl. Uh, Till Death Do Us Blart. Exactly. Oh, Blart is important. I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's all that's no, because then they're still buffering. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it. nine. That's it. Nine, nine currently active. But nine? it's what does it say about us that it took us yeah. about about a minute of arithmetic <laughs> to to reach that number? There's a yeah, lot, because there's a lot of corpses on that road, though. It's yeah, a long I would say road with a lot of dead podcasts throughout yeah. history. Twenty-four to thirty. Somewhere uh, in there, depending on what you categorize as an actual show. Some shows only made it uh, an episode or two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that count? I don't know. <laughs> it counts. But so when you're doing this much product with each other, and obviously you're doing it with your wives, there's different iterations of who is together on these podcasts. And then you're producing them on both ends. A lot of time, are you ever talking to each other when a microphone is not in front of you? Is it sometimes like this is this is how we interact now? Period. Uh, 
the only other time is when our kids FaceTime with each other and occasionally our big faces will like lean in and be like, that's true. Or, oh yeah. <laughs> like th- there's some of that. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, put down that knife. <laughs> yeah. And we'll still like, even when we're talking and our kids are talking and we'll lean in, we will throw it to an ad break. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just reflexive at that point. <laughs> and to be fair, Casper Mattresses does sponsor dinner at my house. So, like, yeah, it makes right. a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah. Do you, is it served on a mattress? Do you guys serve it on a mattress? We eat the mattress. Yeah. I yeah. There's nothing they can't do. They say we... in the ad copy that you can't say it's good to eat the Casper mattress, <laughs> but, like, it's, we can say it here that it's good to eat. It tastes, you can say it here. It yeah, tastes yeah, good. It tastes good. It makes you strong uh, and keeps you regular. It has all the vitamins and nutrients that your body needs. And it gives so. you the ability to be rolled up into a really tight roll and stuffed into a box far smaller oh, than you'd expect. Oh, God, that's, that's how I want to go. Isn't that the dream? To just be squished <laughs> down flat in one of those Casper boxes. Get to heaven and St. Peter cuts you open and you just, whoa. <laughs> Well, I want to talk to you about your new podcasting book, but why don't we play a game first? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but you are brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the, that's are the end you of that. Brothers. <laughs> I just want to confirm that that's true because that that is what I have heard. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to play a game called David Broy, which is where I'm going to perform a David Bowie song, but with the lyrics changed to be about something associated with what you might call bro culture. And although the premise of this game is gendered, we acknowledge that anyone of any gender can enjoy these things. But for the purposes of the pun, the game is called David Broey. Got it. All you have to do is tell me the thing I'm singing about and the name of the song I'm parodying. Okay. Or the name of the now song. Now, most, I most David Bowie songs are about bro culture, yeah. so I don't think it's going to be that much of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're going to work together, <laughs> yes? Working yeah, together, working yeah. together on this. All right. Okay. Here we go. This is Ari Gold to Vincent Chase. Come on, let's hug it out. Hindsight says we should have quit while we were ahead. But we ended with a bad movie instead. Oh no! You, oh, you've terribly upset Travis. You Travis have really was like wow. you were pumping your arms in the air. Was it because of the song recognition? The, no, or? Th- this is because it's about Entourage, a show which inexplicably I've seen every episode and the movie of. And mm, let's be clear, every episode multiple times for some reason. And, and, yeah. And the thing is, the movie is not bad, Jonathan Colden. When you understand one fact about it, that movie mm-hmm. is unstuck in time. Because technically, it is set in 2014, right after the events of the show finished, but uh-huh. references things and cars that only existed in 2015 and 2016 when the movie was made. You so all the... have made a terrible, terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah, um, that was that would be that was Space Oddity. Also, thank you. It was Space Oddity. That's correct. Yeah. Oh right, right, thank right. Thank you, Griffin, for following yeah, the, the game, rules the game, and bringing yeah. us back <laughs> to the game. I appreciate it. All right, here's another one. Brother, brother, you must drink up My ball landed in your solo cup (laughs) In this frat house, how drunk you'll get Every time my balls get wet Uh, It's about beer pong. And I'm realizing now that I might be a part of bro culture. Because- yeah, Travis. You, I just want to circle back. Travis said he inexplicably has watched all of Entourage a few times. Uh-huh. I would say the explanation yeah. is you enjoy Entourage. That's sort of the obvious one. Yeah. Can Crushing. I say Rebel Rebel before we... Yeah, yeah, hard. Rebel, Rebel, okay. Rebel, Thank Rebel's you. correct. Beer pong. Oh and Rebel, wait, Rebel. when did the Hamburglar get here? <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's another one. Comfort of knowing all my stuff is close by. Wallet and phone are hanging on my thigh. They're not long pants. The hem is higher. No, I'm not fishing. I am at low. So great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, car- it's, it's 
I mean, it's I, it's Ice Ice Baby is the song. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, you were singing about large, large uh, cargo pants. Cargo, cargo shorts. Cargo, cargo pants, pants. Yeah. Cargo, cargo shorts. Pants. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. I'm gonna push back on this. I'm, I'm, yeah. Push I'm gonna, back. Yeah. I'm gonna die on this hill. Bros aren't wearing cargo pants. They're wearing chubbies. They're wearing short shorts. <laughs> They're wearing Dockers. Uh-huh. Uh, Griffin, I, okay. you know, I, I hate to do this to someone on a Zoom, but yeah. I think you are wearing cargo shorts right now. I'm actually wearing chubbies right now, but that's <laughs> besides. I live in Texas. It's warm here. It's warm here. <laughs> Got it. Got it. <laughs> Justin oh, just Jesus. laughed so hard oh. his camera fell over. Uh, so that was, of course, uh, Under Pressure. And yes. I, I knew that you knew that because you said Ice Ice Baby, which was the song that famously stole the riff. And I think Vanilla okay. It's hard to say who stole I'm going to push back who. on that. Under Pressure oh, is dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. And Ice Ice Baby is dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. That was brilliant. All right, this is the last one. I say suit up. So let's suit up. I say wait for it. So wait. Too bad Marshall and Ted don't have my skills in bed. I score a lot. I'm on CBS and I look like Doogie it's a song about Barney Stinson yeah, from, from the hit show How I Met Your Mother. That is correct. That is correct. Wow, that's good. I, that really tickled me, Jonathan. Thank you. I'm good really delighted in that. Uh, it was Let's Let's Dance. Yeah, that's, that's right. correct. You did great. That's all, that's all you need to know, because we covered the songs. You know, you knew every uh, pop culture reference that we threw at you. Win all round. Thank you. Yeah. Is what is I'm there a prize? Thanks. Yep. All right. Uh, satisfaction. <laughs> oh, satisfaction. Okay. After the break, we'll play more games with the McElroys and talk about their new book. Everybody has a podcast, except you, except me. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR. Support for Ask Me Another and the following message come from NerdWallet, a personal finance website and app that helps people make smarter money moves. Everyone has different money goals for 2021, whether it's improving your investment portfolio or building up reward points to take a post-pandemic vacation. The experts at NerdWallet know their users want to be well-informed when they are shopping. For example, to make it easier to discover and compare credit cards, they've created side-by-side comparison tables that show the pros and cons for each of the cards that you are considering. And they break things down by goal, whether you want to prioritize rewards, saving on interest, or build credit. All of the information is in one place, so you can make a decision that is right for your personal money goals. For all your money questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. Hearing loss is a fact of life for many humans, but not for fish, reptiles, or birds. People noticed in chickens that they could take them to, say, heavy metal concert, blast the ears really to oblivion, and then within days, new hair cells would begin to sprout. The science of sound. That's next time on the TED Radio Hour from NPR. This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg. Thanks, Jonathan. I'm here with Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy. They host the comedy podcast, My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and make a bunch of other popular shows. Hey, I really enjoyed your book, Everybody Has a Podcast Except You. Thank you. you. I like that you checked the cover of the book for the you in case there was like a different, there was like, except for... Jason Dave. Douglas. Well, of you know Wyoming. when I when I read it to myself, it's like except for you, and then I realized that you know it was talking to me. Yeah, and right. I was like, wait true. a second. Right, it's false. Um, so then I was trying to figure out my audience when I was reflecting that book back to everyone here who has a podcast. 
Oh, man, we didn't even think about that. People who have podcasts already aren't going to buy the book. Oh, no. no. You know what? Just, I mean, the book goes through all kinds of things, technical, equipment. Uh, but then the last chapter is called Making Money. And I think the problem is some people start with that chapter. Right. No, most yeah. people shouldn't even read that chapter. Yeah, yeah. most people can skip no. right over no. that. Most people people be very safe in skipping that actually, chapter. Actually, the, the, there's only one page of content in that chapter, and if you actually go any further than that, it's just ipsum lorem yeah. ad, ad infinitum. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. come back to that in Everybody Has a Podcast Except You, too. too. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why we made the book. It's because this is a very difficult craft. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, none well, of it's harder than it looks. No. That's my main fear about reading. I, I I have this persistent nightmare where everyone who reads it closes the book and they're like, "That's it. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the whole. Huh? That's the whole thing." Well, to add an enthusiastic, positive counter to that, what you know, just even simple things like, "Hey, guess what? You got to perform. Like, turn it up a notch." And guess what else? You have to listen. But I feel like it's like. That is just good. You want to make a good product. Like, this is gold standard. Sure, you could do whatever, but here's how to do the gold standard. That's how I read it. Thank you. That's very kind. We cheated because we have been building our sort of, like, rapport, if you will, for the actual content part of our shows our entire lives. I mean, that was the dinner table for us was, like, our dad was in morning radio for 40 years. So our dinner table discussion was very much like who can one up the other one. It was uh, abysmal, I'm sure, for, for our mother. But uh, we, th- like that was our, our, our way we communicated was was joking and goofing in, uh, on each other. And like so that was the natural part. And that was actually the hardest part to write in the book was to slow down and be like, okay, so wait, how do you do that part? Because yeah. right. that part we kind of like lucked our way into. And it was everything else that we had to sort of um, trial by error. Right, the and natural rapport. You're like, well, we're just around each other, so there is going to be natural live, rapport. Live with the, find a great co-host. Yeah, go back in time. Uh-huh. Be born from the same uterus as them. Yeah, and then... only watch the same movies and TV shows that they do. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and so 2010 is when My Brother, My Brother and Me started. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, obviously 11 years ago. What number, episode number are Five, you at? Close to 550. 550. Well, we're close, yeah. Around we're around 550, yeah. April will be the 11th and uh, like the 11th what, yeah. anniversary. Final season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sunset season. Well, I've been, I'm wondering, do you joke about that? Uh, you know, like this is our final season. Since we started. <laughs> yeah, right, right. All right. What we yeah. do, we do have, it is, I wish it was a joke, but it is true. Every time we will hit some kind of milestone number, like 100, 200, 250, and, and we'll be like, oh, wait, this is too big. We should have planned something. That has <laughs> happened at every milestone. We, not a joke. We just skipped episode 420 because we knew that, that we would not be able to come up with a great episode-long gag uh, based on the fact that that is the the marijuana number, right? Uh, yeah. And so, if you look at our feed, it just goes four nineteen to four twenty one, and we said like, it'll ha- it'll happen when it happens, like you a get- thief in the night. <gasps> episode four twenty will come just to you. all of a sudden. Yeah, like right. three just years from now, just four twenty. Well, it might yeah. already be uh. published now. Go look, everybody. Go look. No, it's not. <laughs> you know what? I'm just letting you know from my point of view. This is it. This is what a twist. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Star and- Wars 10 is actually going to be Mabim Bam 420. <laughs> yeah, so it's worked out. Okay, so listen, I know you just played together, and you know what? You did well. You did, I, it's, it's hard playing together, especially when you're all in different locations, but you're used to playing together. But how about some competition? Yes, please. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Good. What are we talking? A little, little, uh, some leg wrestle? What are we talking? <laughs> like wrestle through the virtual through, world. Through Zoom, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. This, uh, so you're enemies in this game. Okay. Oh, okay, in the game. Okay. It's called Where Should We Eat? We're going to give you the name of a geographic location in the United States with a delicious sounding name. You're just going to tell us if it's a real place or a fake place that we made up. This is a speed round, so to increase the pressure, we are going to put an amount of time on the clock. Okay. Not going to tell us what that, in the future. What it's, that it's amount like... is. Okay. No, no, that would ruin the mystery. Griffin's going to go first. Okay. 
So, okay. Griffin, these are for you. So you're just going to – I'm going to throw out the names of these places. You're going to say if they are real or fake. Okay. Are, are you ready? I am ready. Here we go. Chili, Wisconsin. True. Yes, real. That's real. Barbecue, North Carolina. No. Fake. Oh, that's real. Oh, God. Baby back, Oklahoma. No, fake. Definitely not. You're right. It's fake. Corn, Oklahoma. Real. Yes. Popcorn, Indiana. I want to say real. Yeah. Turkey, Texas. Fake. That one's fake. Oh, no, that's real. Oh, God. Chicken, Alaska. Fake. Also real. What's going on? (laughs) Why are we naming our cities these things? Yeah, Chicken Alaska was founded in the 1890s by prospectors mining for gold. They survived the harsh winter by eating those ptarmigans. Those okay. like yeah. little, um, yeah, and Ptarmigan. Should have maybe called the town that. But... Yeah, Ptarmigan, but they thought okay. it was hard to spell, so. They, they were uh, right. They went for chicken. <laughs> but you did great. You you got four out of seven. I can't believe I missed Turkey, Texas. I live in, I live in, I live in Austin. I'm, I, am a, I am a fake <laughs> Texas boy. <laughs> well, now you know where to vacation. Yeah. All right, Travis, it is your turn to try to beat or match Griffin score. Okay. Here we go. Cookie Town, Oklahoma. Fake. That is real. What? Kit Kat, <laughs> Kit Kat, Kansas. Fake. Fake. Okay. Correct. Pop Tart, Missouri. Fake. Also fake. Strawberry, South Carolina. Real. Yes. Cream, Wisconsin. Real. Yes. Hot Coffee, Mississippi. Fake. Real. What? Pie Town, New Mexico. Real. Yes, that's correct. Real. Pie Town is a tiny historic town in New Mexico named for a bakery that used to be there. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Wouldn't you like to keep it? Yeah. So, Travis, who would know half of these things? This is like, you know, not knowledge. Most people carry around with them. But still, I would do the same thing. When you get it wrong, you're like, what? Like, yeah. how is that possible? That. No, it's more like when I found out Cookie Town is a place, how yeah. have I not been there? True. Right. That was True. more oh. the Seems thing. like it would be a fun place to visit. Right? Yeah. Between Huntington, where we grew up in the state capital, there is this, a road. It's I-64. And along I-64 are two smaller towns. One is called Nitro and one is called Hurricane. And we call it Danger <laughs> Corridor because it's the most <laughs> thrilling stretch of road. But Hurricane is pronounced Hurricane. Yep. And if you say Hurricane, hurricane it's incorrect. Uh, there's a place near where I grew up in uh, Alberta, Canada, called Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump. Huh. <laughs> awesome. Well, what's, what's the story behind that, I it's exa- yeah. yeah, it's really, it's a literal story, and you know how it ends. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> right there on the 10. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Travis, you got five out of seven, currently our oh, champion. So, uh, Justin, this is up for, it's up for you. Gonna lose. Let's gonna see if you're going to uh, score <laughs> match five. So are these places real or fake? Here we go. Oatmeal, Texas. Real. Real. Cereal, Pennsylvania. Real. Yes. Bagel, New Jersey. Fake. Correct. Toast, North Carolina. Real. Correct. Potato Creek, South Dakota. Real. Yes. Two Egg, Florida. Fake. That's real. And finally, Rabbit Hash, Kentucky. Real. That is real. Ah, wow. Justin, Solid. You, you did it. You did it. I, I, I defeated fate there by answering the opposite of my instinct for everyone. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Take that. That's perfect. It's like fate. a magic trick. You're yeah. like a seer. You know, that was amazing. Your brain has the to reverse work really of a fast. Seer. <laughs> the yeah. reverse of a seer. Your brain has to work fast to like hear what it wants to say, negate it, and then make yeah. the make. So six out of seven, great. You all did great. All right, we have one more game for you. Are you up for one more? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So the three of you host the Dungeons and Dragons podcast, The Adventure Zone. So we have created a D and D themed trivia game for you. Here's how it works. Jonathan Colton and I will guide you through a dungeon where you'll encounter a series of deadly monsters. Each monster will ask you a multiple choice trivia question about Dungeons and Dragons. If you answer correctly, you will get a weapon and that will make it easier for you to defeat the monster. You will fight the monster by rolling a 20-sided die. Okay. Okay. And if you make it to the end, you will find untold 
riches and treasures. Oh, that's great. I'm, I'm a warlock in this Griff, one. Griffin's a warlock. Travis, who, who are you? Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but I'm a rogue. Fame. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm early wrestling career Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. Okay, and I'm D- Dwayne the Warlock Johnson. <laughs> Justin? I'm, I'm Larry the Cable Guy who took over for Dwayne the Rock Johnson in The Tooth Fairy 2. So I'll be Larry the Cable Guy. Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence the Cable Gentleman, as we call him. Okay, here we go. You enter a dark, dank dungeon. Already, this is classic. We're yeah, classic tab. Good okay. alliteration. Yeah, yeah. A gelatinous cube appears. It's a ten-foot cube made of ooze that eats everything in its path. It asks you a trivia question: Who is credited as the father of Dungeons and Dragons? Is it A. Barry Gravlocks? B, oh, nope. Gary Gygax. That's the one. Or is it C, Steven Snorlax? Oh, no, it's, it's Gary no, Gygax. No, it's a trick. Justin, this is That's a trick. Right. That's this is a trick question. It's definitely Steven Snorlax. And it's... <laughs> I yell out Steven Snorlax, and as I'm dissolved by the gelatinous cubes form, <laughs> I give a thumbs up, like, worth it. <laughs> yeah, Luckily, uh, Dwayne, the rogue Johnson, had a healing potion. I bring Griffin back. <laughs> oh. Oh, great. Justin, you got that correct. So, guess what? You found a weapon. What, what kind of weapon? It's a salt shaker. You get to use a salt shaker against the gelatinous cube. So, roll a four or higher to beat it. Question. But it, yeah. I rolled a one. You rolled a one? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what is this, this right here? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Does, does well, Justin the gelatinous... die in real life? If you die and ask me another, you die in real life. Yes, Travis. Yeah. That's, that. that's right. Guess what? The gelatinous cube eats your left arm. But you managed to escape. Okay. Okay, that could have been worse. That could have been much worse. Take the L and move on, I guess. You continue deeper into the dungeon. A phantom fungus appears. It is a four-legged fungus that attacks with its gaping maw, Mm. as one does. Mm. It asks you a trivia question. The very first advanced Dungeons & Dragons player's handbook was published in 1978. Which of these is not a character class a.k.a. profession, that you can choose to play as. A, barbarian. B, magic user. C, monk. It was according to the 1978 original edition of the Advanced. I'm going to say C, monk. Yeah, that was my instinct, too. Yes, absolutely. I'm actually going to say Steven Snorlax is the answer for this question as well. It's a trick question. Steven Snorlax. Uh, you are all incorrect. It's <gasps> a barbarian. Really? Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They oh. added that. They added that later. The first character classes were just cleric, fighter, magic user, thief, and monk. Huh. Oh. All right. So you have to roll an eight or higher to defeat the phantom fungus. I rolled an yeah. eighteen. You smear the fungus with antifungal cream, and it clears up in three to five days. Oh, good. Congratulations. Right, good news. You have reached the treasure room. It is full of ring lights and PlayStation fives. Yeah. So. <laughs> Congratulations. Well done. But you have awoken a dragon from its slumber. It asks you a trivia question. Tom Hanks starred in a 1982 made-for-TV movie as a college kid who has a psychotic episode while playing a real-life version of a fantasy role-playing game. What was the title of this film? Was it A, Castles and Cauldrons, B, Mazes and Monsters, or C, Turner and Hooch? That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be mazes and monsters right there. Yeah, a, that is mazes and monsters. Ooh, ooh boy, that movie is a trip. I think isn't that Tom Hanks's like first starring role yeah. in a film? It was yeah. like a made-for-TV yeah. movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And his last. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder whatever happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I I guess I have to watch it. I've never. I no. admit. No. No. <laughs> no. Not even now. Not even now. When no, it's, please. It's, it's. I mean, it's cool watching old Tommy Hanks. <laughs> Uh, yeah. In a movie that <laughs> little is little tiny Tom. Little tiny Tom. That's Sully right there. That's Sully that's, that's been right. sucked in by the, the devil game. <laughs> One of my favorite, and this is absolutely true, Vin Diesel is a huge D&D like, fan fanatic. And the last Witch Hunter movie that they made is based off of like a campaign he was playing with his friends. And he went in to like, a studio and said, hey, this campaign I'm playing is really good. We're sharing a movie out of it. That movie would have been so much better if it was called like Vin Diesel's Magical <laughs> Journey. <laughs> That's right. Vin and Friends. 
<laughs> so if you've ever wondered why that movie, The Last Witch Hunter, ends with Vin Diesel directly addressing in the camera and saying, so I don't know, that's as far as we've played so far. <laughs> we ran out of Doritos and we had to take a break. We, yeah, we take a break. Kevin's mom came home, so maybe we'll make another one. I Doug, don't know. Doug, you just got married. You know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> really, this movie's about family. <laughs> Well, you guys have found a weapon to use against the dragon. It is an ASMR YouTube video with the sounds of crinkling paper, oh, light yeah. tapping, and soft whispering that calm even the deadliest beast. Roll a seven or higher. All right, Justin, redemption. Justin, you got it. Fifteen. That is higher. The dragon got bored, has drifted off into a peaceful slumber. The treasure is yours. Uh, Hooray! Yay. I immediately start scalping them. We can we can <laughs> scalp add, the um, dragon. No, we the can add. Finding a dragon's treasure hoard to our chapter about how to make money in podcasting. Yeah, yep. this, mm-hmm. that's the only surefire thing I found so far is finding a dragon's hoard. <laughs> the old dragon's hoard. I like that we just ended with "It's yours, the treasure. Yep. <laughs> it's yours. You did it." <laughs> Justin Travis and Griffin McElroy host a million podcasts, and their new book is called "Everybody Has a Podcast Except You: A How-To Guide from the First Family of Podcasting." Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. This has been very fun. (laughs) Yeah. Very pleasant. Thank you. (laughs) And that's the end of episode 420. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name anagrams to Thou Jolt a Cannon. Our puzzles were written by our staff, along with Ruth Morrison, Emily Winter, and senior writers Eric Feinstein and Karen Lurie, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Travis Larchuk, Nancy Seichow, James Barber, Ramel Wood, and our intern, Sophie Hernandez Simeonitas. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grunman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. I'm Haripe Begonias. Ophira Eisenberg. And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Hey, you're still listening. Fantastic. So since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review? We'd love to hear from you, and it also helps others find out about our show. For information about new episodes, bonus videos, and more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks! Next time on Ask Me Another, we're revisiting our episode with the band Hyam. They recently collaborated with Taylor Swift and Thundercat to remix songs from their album, Women in Music Part 3. Plus, funny friend testants Greta Teitelman, Benito Skinner, Aaron Foley, and Arden Marine play some nerdy games. So join me on NPR's Ask Me Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. 